Welcome back to another episode of Broken Record Ministries. I'm Ronnie. Brother Bob's here. How's it going? The soft, powerful sound of Micah is here. How's it going? <laughs> and Giggly Mike is here. Hello. Giggly Mike. How y'all doing? <laughs> I got I to gotta keep an eye on you. Cause, well, not even an eye. I just got to wait in anticipation every time you introduce because like, you're looking at somebody. But that doesn't mean that's what you're going to call them. That's correct. <laughs> I keep you guys on your toes. That, that you do. That's, that's you. why we call you Twinkle Toes. <laughs> <laughs> wait, isn't... I don't think that's how it works. So that's the that's name exactly you got. How it works. Yeah. Yeah. You're not close enough to hit his mute button, hey, so hey, it does work. We're like way. Coffee Mike. We're forcing names. That's, that's right. right. Mike. Yes, sir. Since we're the Fantastic Four of this episode. You want me to pray for us? Yes. Okay. And then I can read the scripture? Is that yes. okay? Okay. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come to you humbly today. We thank you for the day that you've given us to live in this world you've created for us. Lord, we're sorry, and we repent of the sins that we committed today, whether they be in thought, word, or deed. Even if we can't just think of them, we know that they're there, because we know that we disappoint you and we let you down every day, and we're sorry. We are so sorry for that, Lord, because that's not our intent. We love you, and we want to honor you in all that we do. We pray that our words... Um, for this podcast to come from you and not from ourselves, and that they come for you and not for ourselves, Lord. We just love you and praise you. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And I'll be reading uh, from Galatians 5.25. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. What translation was that? It was actually the King James Version. How about that? Huh? Wow. I know, right? I, I was Old like, school. I don't know how I got the one. That, there was no thous or thus. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Probably because God knew I was going to be reading it. So he's like, I don't want to trip yeah. him up. Like, hey, that boy needs it <laughs> down easy. He doesn't know where some of the books yeah. are that are in there. So that's like. <laughs> he's like me. He needs that Bible for dummies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Episode. Anxiety. <clears throat> Anxious. I was thinking about this. Makes me nervous. <laughs> Does it make you? I'm already anxious. <laughs> that I thought about not coming. <laughs> Why do you think them other guys didn't show up? <laughs> I think, well, when I was thinking, when I was thinking, because I'm not anymore. <laughs> oh, we know. You could be anxious in a good way also, but most Mm. of the time we think about anxiety where it, it rids us of joy or wanting to do something. And, and the good way I'm talking about is like, think back when you were a little kid and it was Christmas Eve or in the morning when you saw those presents or... Mm-hmm. So are you really calling that anxious, or are you calling that excitement? I mean, there's, there's. I was anxious to rip those presents open. Yeah, yeah. but she's also really excited. Yeah, a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. I can I see mean, how they kind of go hand in hand. I think that part of what you're saying though is what's funny to me, or not funny. It's sad, really, because I know that I do it. But um, is how often do we think of anything and automatically think of the worst side of it? Mm-hmm. Even when it's words like love mm-hmm. and patience and things like that, we always think of the bad side of it. Yeah. Pride. Pride, yeah. 
you know, pride's a hard one. Mm-hmm. Just the word itself, I, I don't yeah. know if there's any connotations to where you feel like there's a good side of that. But <laughs> but you're right. I mean, it's just automatically, like, that's what hit me right now was just that it's usually automatically the bad side. Yeah. So like even when you talk about love, it's usually the loss of or a loss mm-hmm. of a loved one or um, not having enough of it or anything like that. And, man, that's sad. Mm-hmm. It's sad that our connotation is automatically always the bad side so even in ang- talking about anxiety like you brought up like a good one yeah you know i i'm anxious because we're only a few days away from thanksgiving and i get to see almost all of my kids right have them all and all my grandkids and you know so i'm anxious for that and excited as well but you know read just reading the topic it's like oh man oh i don't want to you know <laughs> right yeah well you know uh human nature actually takes us down the wrong road. You know what I'm saying? I mean, mm-hmm. because when we think of something that should be good, our minds automatically go to a different scenario. Or if something's going on in your life, how many scenarios do you run through your head oh, yeah. before you really find out what the problem is? I mean, And it wasn't even a scenario that no, you even came no, up with? It wasn't yeah. even close. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've done that before. Mm-hmm. You know, get a phone call or get a letter and you're like man mm-hmm. start running different stuff through your head and what about when you're just looking at that phone and you see who's calling true exactly and you're like oh what's what's going on yeah, i'm getting called to the principal's office this yeah, time like, <laughs> like what is it is, you know is it a family member that you haven't heard from in a while or is it you know the the one person that you just know you're just like Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. You're looking at that phone like, oh, what do they want? Right, you know, and I think we all have that Every somebody, time. You know, but you have that anxiety of it, mm-hmm. and that's, you know. And, and I only flipped the script a little bit for me because I've been doing a lot of weighing back on myself in the last four years, right? Mm-hmm. Of like self, not really self checking, but trying to remember the positive things mm-hmm. and like going out and doing community outreach, like we did, and like at the very beginning, right? Or we'd all just all guys would get together and we'd go to a conference and we'd meet in this desolate parking lot or you know, whatever. Like it was like, ooh, that was almost like my Christmas Eve. Like mm-hmm. the next yeah. day, we're we're all getting together and we're going. And like you said, yeah. Bob, part of it was excitement too. Yeah. <clears throat> but like I was like the little bulldog on the cartoon, you know, like, <laughs> hey Spike, are we going Spike? Is jumping it time around, to go Spike? You jumping know? around the big dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jumping around Mike, like, hey Mike, yeah. hey Mike, you ready to go, Mike? Hey Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember uh that one when it was I think it was Como we were going to, but it, like it was snowing, it was really nasty. And like he's like, well, you wanna pray? And like I by the time I got done praying for some reason, I felt like I was acting like a hype man for Jesus. Because I, I like I was just like I could feel I guess the the spirit then I didn't know that's what it was, but like I just kept going and kept going and kept going. People were probably like, "Okay, yeah, we're ready." To <laughs> yeah, let's go. Come on, it's cold. It's sleeting right now. <laughs> you know, but yeah, it's oh. And that's the thing is like, well, since you brought that one up, I wasn't even thinking about that one. But like, it was like we're gonna drive thirty minutes. It's gonna cost us probably, or it's gonna cost us like forty-five minutes to an hour to get there because the roads weren't mm-hmm. the greatest. Mm-hmm. And then it's gonna get canceled. Right. 
and then that hot air balloon that was just full and flying is going to be so deflated. Yeah. But then, like, I think halfway down, we got a text that said, oh, past whatever point, it was fine and mm, everything yeah. was good. Yeah, it was good to go. <laughs> yeah, because that would have been, like, I mean, because that was, like, that was so the start that of, was the, the, of the of the twelve foot fire yeah, type that was, thing. That was that was the gas. Yeah, I was getting excited for those things and yeah. going to do those. So I can see looking back at because now going to it and putting on our own and stuff. Um, not not some of those aren't the same anymore. No, you know right. what I mean. Like they don't stoke it. So it's I think it's a good reflection of your, what you're having to yeah. to say. I think maybe we need to change. Like maybe what we're going to, right? And, and that's know. part of the opposite of the anxiety mm-hmm. of me going back, also, and reflecting mm-hmm. is like, okay, so it was like the last couple of years, I wasn't as excitedly anxious as I have been, mm-hmm. or putting ours on even like yeah. it was more of the negative anxiety than the positive anxiety no because again we we went through those you know two and a half three years of this was just feeding us yeah and then we had a point to where kind of when we started the podcast you're pouring out and then we're going out and we're doing the missions you know and the and the community work and the things like that so we're pouring out and we've talked about it we forget to find something that's pouring back into us correct Mm -hmm. and it takes a lot more to pour back in Mm-hmm. Than it does to pour it out. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it, it takes a lot to absorb it back mm-hmm. right. to get your cup full again. Yeah, I don't like using the don't get wrong. The the spirit can fill you quick. Yeah, know, absolutely. But right, it still takes a lot, especially if you're pouring out just as much as you're getting in. True, like mm-hmm. at a rapid pace. True. Right. You've right. tasted it now because you've been you've stood behind that pulpit. Yeah, you know how it is. You know how it drains you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's weird, too, and I don't like using the analogy, but, like, it's what drug addicts call, like, chasing the dragon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? Like, that excitement, that energy, that, and, like, once you've had it, you like, you want to feel that adrenaline and the whole thing and all the whole experience all over. Mm-hmm. And, that, and then that's how they get caught in that cycle. Right. I ain't gonna lie. Yesterday, I, I went home, took a two-hour nap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just—I was drained after I was done. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I mean, you know, when you allow the Holy Spirit to pour out through you, mm-hmm. I mean, He's—don't get me wrong—it's a good feeling, but it's also it wears you out. Yeah. yeah. And that's part of what Mike was talking about when this verse. You know, well, not his verse, but the word of God. Right. Yeah, no, he didn't write it. Yeah, I didn't write walking it. In, <laughs> Don't give him that credit. Right, exactly. No, no, wouldn't claim it. You know, walking in the spirit, that's that's the important aspect of this whole mm-hmm. thing. Because when we are walking in the spirit and we are following what the spirit is leading us to do, then he's going to give us the strength to do it as we need it. Mm-hmm. We, um, there's a pastor friend in Kansas City, and um, they were having three services. And so he was he was preaching the same one same sermon, but it was, he was preaching was three times. He was preaching three yeah. times on a Sunday morning. I couldn't imagine and, three and he, times. Yeah, and he was just mm-hmm. he was just exhausted. Two times. Bad well, <clears throat> God blessed him with a bigger building. They were able to open up. They were able to go down to one service and have everybody everybody mm-hmm. together. And so somebody asked him. He said, "Well, you must have a lot more energy now because you went from preaching three times on a Sunday to preaching one time." 
And his response, I'll never forget it, and it's applicable to the verse. He said, you know what? He goes, I'm just as tired as I was when I was preaching three times because when I needed to preach three times, God gave me the strength and the energy to preach three times. Now that I only need the strength to preach once on a Sunday, he gives me the strength. It's like so, one shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he gives us he gives us the strength as we need it, and yep. that's that's the anticipation of anticipating what God's going to do. Correct. Yeah. Because you he's know, going to do some awesome things. Absolutely. And we ought to prepare for that, and we ought to look forward to it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're not always looking looking forward to that. Do you ever think that you get tired from it because the Holy Spirit has worked through you, but yet? Your inner your inner being is actually at peace because yeah. the Holy Spirit was there. Yeah. yeah. I, um, as you're listening to this one, there was a bonus episode that came out with my childhood friend and I, mm-hmm. and he's a minister in Mexico, and we talked about that exact same thing. Mm. Like, it's exhausting, and uh, I think we'll have to check tape, but I think <laughs> the analogy I used was. You play four quarters of football game, both sides, offense and defense. Mm-hmm. And then you have one quarter of overtime. You're exhausted, mm-hmm. wore out. Right. But the difference is when you're pouring out, no matter if it's behind the pulpit, it's at a men's group, a woman's group, whatever, and you're pouring out, it's a like peaceful exhaustion yes that's the best way i can explain it because i'm not aching and my muscles hurt i'm just tired and when you sleep that's probably the most the best rest you'll ever sleep i mean Mm -hmm. like the most restful yes yeah gotcha yeah because you're more you're relaxed i mean your body is just relaxed because i think i've heard all of you guys say um that when you talk, <clears throat> excuse me. When you talk about that exhaustion, it's not even from the prep yeah. of the sermon. Yeah. It's from delivering the sermon. Yes. And because you all have said that you've had points and instances to where you did the research and you knew what you were going to talk on, and like that, yeah. God pulled that away <laughs> yeah. and said, "Oh no, yep. you, I, I want you to talk about this." Mm-hmm. So that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of these days, Mike. <laughs> You're going to do it. <laughs> you already got the skinny that. jeans, bro. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's good to hear us talk about this too, because I've never really thought about anxiousness in a positive note. So I'm glad you brought that up because like, like Mike said, most of the time we think of it in that negative way, because that's the naturally what we go to. And even when you look it up in the, I just did a quick Google search. Even then it says, Wanting something very much typically with a feeling of uneasiness. Yep. Mm-hmm. So even yeah. that's kind of a negative, negative yeah. connotation. And then, yeah. of course, it does say worry too. But right. you know that you know to well, anticipate something, but then you're uneasy about the anticipation. Because like Ante- I, I feel like just from us talking off, off record, recording or whatever, <laughs> not live on say, air. I was going to say off air. <laughs> but um, like I feel like our collective spirits have already been lifted up just by yeah. thinking of it in a different way. Oh, absolutely. You know, because we're, we don't automatically have that negative connotation on yeah. it. And so, it's, so it's you're like, saying, oh. you're saying Wani made the shift. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't do anything. He flipped that record, man. He flipped it early. I didn't do that. He pointed well, no, us in I the mean, right direction. Yeah. I mean, cause right. I don't, 
He pointed me in the right direction. Yeah. I don't think any of us were really looking forward to the talk. Cause right. what do you, no. you know, I mean, yeah. obviously it's not over, no, but still, I thought about it all day long. What am I going to talk mm-hmm. about being anxious? Yeah. You know, yeah. made you anxious. Made me anxious. And I think about it too, cause we both know a couple of people that are really anxiety ridden mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and like to where they want to shut down. Or not well, do anything, and, and and some of them do, and some of them uh, you, do, you right? Know. Yeah, I can tell you right now, my youngest son, when he gets anxiety, shuts him down. Yeah, because he didn't come in till about eleven thirty today because of his anxiety. Mm-hmm. It was kicking hard today. Yeah, and I, I know he's got it because I've seen him when he's when he's having an attack. A demeanor change. Well, Big demeanor time. change, but man, I'm gonna tell you, his his heart, mm-hmm. his neck, the pulse in his neck. The vein is going, I mean, mm. it's coming out probably a quarter of an inch. His heart's beating so hard. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you need to slow that heartbeat mm-hmm. down. It's going to explode. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he goes, Dad, I can't do it. I mean, he's even taking medicine for it. And he he actually took three pills today to get it to calm down finally at 1130. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and he didn't he didn't have the anxiety so he went to boot camp. Mm. When he went to boot camp is when all of his anxiety started. There's always a trigger. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For he thinks the other two people I know, there there's a trigger yeah, at he all. He thinks so. he knows he thinks yeah. he knows what caused the anxiety, but there's nothing they can do for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was back when he was younger, he yeah. he took something that made him trip really hard and they were shrooms is what they were. So, you know. It uh, it definitely messed him up. It cha- and you know, actually, all anxiety is 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 a chemical change in your a chemical imbalance yeah. in your brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and it, the brain is so powerful. You know, we only use like ten percent of our brain. If we used a hundred percent of our brain, we'd be just like God. Because right. I mean, he. Yeah. Well, and he, and if you think about it like that, like a chemical change. It's like the opposite of adrenaline because mm-hmm. anxiety stops you and puts you in fear of doing something. And adrenaline, I'll run go. through a brick wall. Yeah. We'll just it go. You, it makes you 10 foot tall and bulletproof. Don't yeah. It? Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and that's why that Galatians passage talks about that. You know, it says yeah. don't be drunk with wine right. or as an excess, but be filled with the spirit. Mm-hmm. So just as that alcohol would control you. So let the spirit control you in that way. Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't be don't let anything else absorb that. And that's that's the important aspect about anxiety is to walk in the spirit, mm-hmm. so that we're not fulfilling those things of the flesh, which is worry and anxiety and stress and all those things. And and God didn't intend for us to live that way, nope. even though we do, even though we do struggle right. with it, even though we do yeah. do so. Overcoming it, we've got to find find an outlet. Mm-hmm. And um. And it's easier said than done, it right? Is. Like yeah. we can talk like we're over it six ways from Sunday, but yeah, we can go out of this room we after can, we hit stop and yeah, yeah, it's gonna yeah, yeah again, it's gonna just, hit you. It's, it's gonna, gonna hit kick you hard. up with something. Yeah. We that, can that give we can give that, so much yeah. advice until we walk them shoes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. once yeah, you absolutely. walk them shoes, then you understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I've never had any kind of crippling anxiety or anything I, like yeah. that. But I also don't, I don't 
not believe the people when they do. Well, you, you know what I mean? You know, I used because, to, uh, I used to get aggravated and infuriated with my son because, you know, of his anxiety. I'm like, just suck it up and go on, you know, just, just make it go away. Yeah. But you can't, like I said, I haven't walked them shoes, so I really don't know. And, and, you know, that day that I seen his heart beating like it was, I'm like, whoa, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. You know? Yeah. And like, I've seen anxiety attacks before so much so that 11 years ago, when I first had my first heart attack, I thought I was having an anxiety attack and not a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, like, I'll just lay down. Mm-hmm. Get away. I'll go lay in a quiet room, you know, uh, and just calm down and mm-hmm. take a nap. Mm-hmm. And, you know, four years ago, five years ago now, like, I realized that I wasn't an anxiety attack. It was a heart mm-hmm. attack. But I seen it so much that it mimicked itself. Right. right. Not mimicked itself, but, like, it looked like. Yeah. A, it gave the appearance some, of. Yeah. Your your brain told you it was anxiety right. instead of something yeah. different, right? Mm-hmm. Because I was younger, mm-hmm. right? Like I couldn't have had a heart attack. Nah, you're right. too young for that. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, and that's the thing is uh, some of the things that never used to affect anybody but old people. Yeah, right. Nowadays, I mean, mm-hmm. my my niece, you know, she was twenty something years old, had a stroke. What? That didn't happen. You know, I mean, cancer used to be, no offense to anybody out there, an old person kind of yeah. disease and yeah. whatever. Right. And younger and younger and younger and, you know. Not anymore. Yeah. It's I mean, just, just uh, all of these things are just, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I think for me, anxiety, I'm, a, I'm kind of an anxious person in itself, but I don't necessarily have attacks like you're talking about. And I've seen those attacks. So I'm not, again, like Mike said, I'm not minimizing those, but boy, I worry about silly stuff. You know, we... Several months ago, we, you know, every time we go to Kansas City, get on a trip, I'm praying, you know, Lord, keep the tires inflated, keep, help us not have any, any mechanical problems the whole way there. And it's just like, I need to learn to walk in the spirit and need to put it in his hands and just rest. Pray mm-hmm. it. Yes. Ask God for safety on the journey. Mm-hmm. Yep. But then leave it in his hands. But I'm constantly going back and, you know, we talked about that on the podcast before. And it really is a kind of a trust issue. Trust, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it really boils down to that. We talk a lot about that on the podcast. You know, why are they always, why are they always concluding that? Because that is the conclusion. That it's is. a trust issue. You know, yep. to push or put our trust in him, when we're putting our trust in him, we're not going to worry. I think um, before we started recording, we, we were talking about that Philippians 4 passage, and there's a reason why there's an order in that, in that verse. Verse 4 says, understand the Lord's at hand. Understand that he's in control. Yep. And then it says, um, I think in verse 5, it says... Um, well, I'll forget. <clears throat> I'll, have to, I'll have to look it up because I don't want to, I don't want to say it wrong, but, but then there's a progression. And then verse 6 is, Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. And then it says what? The peace of God. Mm-hmm. So there's that progression. When we understand that God's at hand, we understand that he's in control and he's got it, got it. We're not going to worry because we've placed it into his hands. And that worry, that, that word anxious there is what, you were talking about earlier, Ronnie, is that, that not that we don't worry about it or don't think about it. It's that, because there are going to be things that we worry about. Mm-hmm. It's that aspect of not having it just completely overwhelm us and encompass us mm-hmm. where we're just shut down. Right. Mm-hmm. 
And, um, and that's hard. That's easier said than done as well. But, right. Right. But there's that, there's that progression in that, in that passage. And so, and just like circle back to when we were talking about exhaustion, I bet you're exhausted by the time you get to Kansas city yeah. because you're, you've yeah. worried so much, Yeah. but, yeah. but not in the peaceful way of a Sunday afternoon exhaustion. Yeah. Right. Just right. think how much energy you use yes. yeah. worrying over mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah, exactly. You know, and honestly, that's what, that's what Satan wants. He wants us to worry so much that we're exhausted. Mm-hmm. Then he can come in and do what he wants and we have no strength to fight. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Wearing us down. Wearing us down. Bob, yeah. put, Bob, put new, <clears throat> Bob put new tires on our car, and I'm still worried about tires. I'm like, they're brand new tires. What are we? Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's just kind of. Uh, I wouldn't trust that guy either. But that's my. <laughs> but that's my. You know, it wasn't a trust in you. It was that. It's just that's not my personality. No, is I, that I just I worry. I've, right. I fret over, like you said, simple, you fret, yeah, you fret. stupid stuff mm-hmm. that I'm that I'm worried. And about. I've done that too. Like Bob's put new tires on me, and then on my way home, I'm like, man, they grade. They graded the gravel road. <laughs> yeah. Really? There goes my new tire. Yeah. Like, I just put four yeah. new tires on here. Yep. And then this is the day. Yeah. Like, could have done it yesterday when I had the old ones yeah. off, you know? Yeah. And, then, and then it's like, I, I get home, and then, of course, everything else happens, right? And then I get up and go out the next morning, and I'm like, am I, am I going to go out to a flat tire? Because, mm, yep. yeah. and there was a time where I didn't. Didn't have new tires. Yeah. They were just oh, newsed man. tires. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know? Like, yep. so there was a time where maybe every other week or once a month was a flat tire somewhere just because of the how they were. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's a difference in personality, too, because my dad's the opposite. Unless it's a football, unless it's a Chiefs football game or a Royals game, he's pretty calm and cool and... and if you've ever watched, if you ever watched a game with him, you'll know why I say that. But um, I don't think he listens to our podcast. Maybe he does listen to our podcast. Sorry, <laughs> but but um, he he doesn't worry about anything. I mean, he's just pretty cool, cool cucumber all the time, and he's always telling me. And when I'm fretting, what's the worst thing that can happen? Well, and I'll tell him because I'm worried. So I'll say, well, this, this, and this, and all. And he goes, and is that really that bad? Yeah. And you think yeah. about it. You think about it. You go. Oh, well, yeah, I guess it's not that bad. Yeah. Will <laughs> so, it be that bad or will it just be an inconvenience? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And my dad's that, like that, too. Yeah. Like, he's easygoing. Like, he'll talk to the broom handle. And, like, he, he's not worried about anything. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, he's not. It, if we have the money to pay this, we have the money to pay that. Like, mm-hmm. now, I don't remember so much, like, growing up. But I he... Ex- to me, I perceived him the same way. Uh, he was the. I always told him he had like a California attitude, because it was just like it's chill, it's whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Now when I acted up, it was a whole different ballgame. Right. But like, right. mm-hmm. like actually worrying, like yeah. he, if he hid that from us as kids, then mm-hmm. he hid it pretty good. Yeah. Right. But you know, like now it's just like, uh, you know. That's the way my dad was. He, he didn't worry about anything. Mm-hmm. Now, my mom, whew, yeah, she worried about everything. <laughs> she worried enough for both yeah, of them. she did. <laughs> she did. You know, my dad, before he passed, I know, I just feel it, I just feel it in my heart that he probably had cancer, and he just didn't tell mm-hmm. nobody. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he was the type of guy that if he was sick, he didn't know it unless he was just laid up in, the, in bed or— I only remember my dad being in the hospital one time 
And that's when one of them old handyman jacks come out from under a car and nailed him in the legs. Wow. Mm. You know, he, he's, mm. he sat in the hospital for a week over that. But other than that, you never knew my dad was sick. Mm. Ever. Yep. But, yeah. And like I say, he didn't worry about nothing. Yeah. You know, it, he always he always said that when he left this world, God was going to take him in a blink of an eye. He, he sure did. Mm-hmm. What? No. Just listening. Well, I thought you were going to talk. I thought you were going to talk. Ron, are you going to make him anxious? It was a silent pause. It's your turn to talk. I know, right? No, I don't. um, I think think my grandpa was kind of like that. um, I mean, Henri's all get out, but Hmm. didn't worry about a lot. Sometimes, unfortunately, like <laughs> I remember one thing about my grandpa, like, of course, it was before debit cards and whatever, but he always carried one check in his pocket. Yep. And I know it wasn't a different account, but grandma never knew what that check, <laughs> like, right. what it went to. <laughs> he didn't tell her. He didn't, it was just whatever grandma wanted to do. <laughs> whatever he wanted. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it wasn't that was like, his personal check. Right. Yeah. You know, it, it stuff. And so, but, you know, I mean, like, he was he was old school, so he would you know get fired up at you know a drop of a hat. Oh yeah, yeah. In those days it took seven days to clear, so you would still never know until yeah, right. Right. Yeah, until the bank statement came. Yeah, he could be good, you know. But yeah, so he there was, was no just, online banking days. No, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I got seven days before she'll got, find we out. Got, we got to wait, well, at least, Yeah, sometimes we're in that. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you got to wait thirty days for the statement to come out. <laughs> Maybe even longer if you get right. to the mailbox exactly. before right. that. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, All oh. of a sudden, Grandpa's getting the mail. He's like, well, yeah, right. Grandma usually does that. They <laughs> might go get the mail for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> All right. Final thoughts. Let's pull the needle off this one. Um, I'm going to just say that I don't think anybody, nobody can talk away anxiety. Um. And we would never say, oh, if you just pray enough, it'll get rid of it. Right. Uh, Obviously, Jesus will help you through. Walking with him can definitely lessen the burden or anything that you're going through, no matter what it is. To say that anything is going to take that away, it would just be a lie because, again, we haven't walked in those shoes. Right. So you don't know that. Um, But I think that's kind of just the message that we're trying to convey here is, is trust in him. Walk with him. Um, don't walk in your own understanding, just like the Bible says. You know, um, you have to totally, completely trust him because he's the only one that'll never let you down. Mm-hmm. He'll never forsake you. He'll never lie to you. He'll never, you know. Um, so he's the one that you have to trust in, and and he'll make it all right. Yep. You know, so that's what I got. I was just going to go back to the Philippians 4. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. So when we're rejoicing in the Lord, we're not worried and fretting over other things. And then it says, um, Let your spirit be known to all men. The Lord is at hand, or the Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Like we've said before, that's, easier said than none because we all face anxiety. We all face those those things. And it's important when we do to change our perspective. 
mm-hmm. to change what we're anxious about. And I, I tell myself, you know, when I go through those moments driving to Kansas City and praying constantly over and over and over again, and, and then I'm getting better at it, but it's, okay, Lord, I've prayed, I've placed it in your hands, whatever you're going to do on this trip is yours. If we make it there safely, that's, that's great. If we, you know, <clears throat> and there's times that I've, we've gotten there safely, but something's happened with the car and that prayer literally was answered. I'm like, okay, so now I got to pray more specific. Mm-hmm. There to be no tire issues, no mechanical problems, no lights come on, no, you know, and you're going through those progressions because it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. This, this anxiety. And it's easy, like Mike said earlier, it's easier to say, we'll just put it in the Lord's hands. Mm-hmm. But to realize that God is at hand and to redirect focus, whether that's that's why I, I go work out. That's why me and my son, we go to the batting cages. There's There's got to be some kind of outlet to, you know, to be able to to function that, that anxiety and deter it so it doesn't turn into something negative. So it doesn't mm-hmm. turn in because when I get anxious, I'm very short-tempered. Mm-hmm. I'm very irritable, and my wife knows it. <clears throat> and I'm, and so she, she tells me, but to put it, put it in his hands and go, okay, I'm going to redirect my focus and focus my attention on walking in the Spirit and walking in his, in his plan. Yep. Sounds good. I'm going to kind of piggyback off of Micah. Um, you know, when you're when you're anxious about hoping the tires stay up and hoping yeah. the car doesn't break down mm-hmm. and hoping whatever, yeah. you Absolutely. know, yeah, the whole thing. It it definitely that that's your weak points. Yes. That's your weakest part yes. of your life when you're when you're anxious yep. and you're you know and you're trying to you're trying to barter with God with prayer. Yes, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. Um, I'm just going to read a couple different verses here. Second Corinthians twelve nine says this. It says my grace is all you need mm-hmm. for my power is the greatest when you are weak. Yeah. So when we're anxious, we're at a weak point and that's when God is at his strong point. Mm-hmm. You know, all we got to do is just look to him and allow him to take care of it. Even though we're anxious, yeah. even though we know, you know, and I know it's, I'm, don't get me wrong. I know it's hard to, to break that, to break that sure. bond, you yeah. know that that yeah. them them chains habit, mm-hmm. yeah, we absolutely you know, change because you're, you're yeah. bound, you're bound by yes. that because that is what you've done for so long. Yep. You've allowed it to just tie you up, and it's got you tied up so so tight, it's hard to come out of it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But you you know you just got to trust what God's got for you, and then uh, Psalm seventy three verse twenty six says this. My flesh and my heart may fail, which our hearts and our flesh fails mm-hmm. every day. But this is the best part of this. But God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we just got to remember that. You know, if, if anything, meditate on some verses, yes. you know. Absolutely. Meditate on God's Word because that's what's going to help you through all yes. of it. Mm-hmm. Every bit of it. That's yeah. my final thoughts. Mine's kind of like the same thing. I'm piggybacking off of all three of you. Because mm. it's, we got to s- start with our focus. So, yes. where's our focus at? Mm. And this episode's about anxiety, but it could be about insert topic here. Mm-hmm. You start with the focus, you get that bread from God right out the beginning. 
every day. And that'll fill you up for until you need it again. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's only two hours right. and then you gotta go back into it. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe it lasts until the afternoon and then you gotta go back to your devotional or just open the Bible. Maybe it lasts till the next morning. I don't know. That's a myth to me because it never, it's never happened. But you know, like, just keep going back to it. Yeah. Refocus. Yeah. Reclaim. Start all over. Yeah. And relying on the truths that God's already brought you through. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yeah. how many times have we made that trip? I mean, we've made that trip lots of times. Right. Every single time. We've had safety and travel and had a great time. And so you rely on the times that he's always been faithful. Mm-hmm. And so when you're anxious, you rely on those as well. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I know I already had my thought. I thought no, I, I, got, I got two tonight, I guess. That's good. Yeah. That's but, good. But, but to rely on those, those, those truths that he will come through because he has right. over and abundantly already yeah. and will continue to do so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like Bob said, it really comes down to meditate on him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mike, you want to pray us out? Absolutely. God, we thank you so much for the opportunity that we have just to share your truths. And Lord, I I know we've talked about and shared some of our experiences here. And Lord, I know probably many that are that are listening do struggle with anxiety, Lord, to the point that, that we've talked about where they have, have attacks and panic attacks and just stress and just over-exhaustion, just lots of things that come come with that. And so, Lord, I pray that you would um, just encourage them tonight. Lord, I pray that this episode has been encouraging to them. Lord, that's been uplifting to them. And, Lord, we just pray that um, they would rely on some of the truths that we've talked about, Lord, that when we do feel those anxious thoughts and those, those anxieties, Lord, that we do redirect our focus to you. Lord, to walk in your spirit and to walk in your ways. Lord, because reality in the world that we live in, you're the only one that gives peace because you are the Prince of Peace. So Lord, we pray that you would just give peace to to all of us, help us to walk in you and continue to be faithful in serving you. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And until next time, we'll catch you on the flip side.